I'm gonna need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like to share with you one of our five-star reviews. Hey, five stars. Back here on Fizz Radio, that was Matt Bonaparte and John Eads down at the ACC football kickoff. They have been doing so much reporting and creating so much content for us. Make sure you go check it out, orangefizz.net. Make sure you go listen to everything that they have created on our SoundCloud by searching Orange Fizz. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Orange Fizz. But now we are back, Jaron May, Cameron Zare, breaking down our five-star review and all of the recruits on the basketball court. We're not going to touch on any football right now. We're just going to stick with basketball because the basketball recruiting for Syracuse in the class of 2022 has been off the wall, and it seems like every day more and more excitement comes to this program and comes to some of the names that Syracuse is in on. Now, they're not going to get everyone, but they are in on a couple more names. They already have a couple Let's kind of center this five-star review around the Peach Jam tournament that was happening. Uh, It's probably the biggest tournament on the AAU cycle um, for big-name recruits, and we'll kind of just go name-by-name, tell you how they did, and I'll let Cam just give his recruiting uh, pitch on, you know, who these guys are, why Syracuse would want them, and just a little recap. So, Cam, let's start with Justin Taylor. He's a class of 2022 four-star small forward uh, at Pearl Jam. He tallied 10.6 rebounds, six assists in the really only game since his team lost to pro skills. But still, that's those are pretty good numbers going up against some of the best competition on the AAU circuit. Well, and you also have to realize that a lot of what Peach Jam has to offer is, you know, there are scouts in the building, scouts in attendance. These guys are looking to, you know, they're, they're continuing their recruitment into the AAU circuit. And Justin Taylor has already locked down his recruitment by committing to Syracuse. So putting up numbers like that, I mean, that's a really good thing when you, when you're an orange fan, because If you look at Justin Taylor and what he has to offer, yes, he can be a perimeter scorer. He can also be a guy that can drive to the cup. But something that Justin Taylor does well is his versatility. He's really good on the defensive side because of his size. On top of that, you talked about, you said 10 points and he had five plus assists and rebounds it's a guy that can really do it all and for Syracuse to center their 2020 recruiting or 2022 recruiting class around Kamari Lands and Justin Taylor two guys that can really stuff the stat sheet that's a really good line for Justin Taylor moving forward Lands, as you said, also at Pearl Jam, and his team is still playing, so he's still racking up the stats. Uh, Let's get into some actual recruits that have not committed. And again, this is Fizz Radio. Jaron May, Cameron Zare. Go follow us on Twitter at Orange Fizz. Uh, The big name that's really impressed at Pearl Jam, at least for me so far, is Chance Westry, the 6'6", 195-pound small forward out of New York. He had, listen to this, 17 points, six boards, four steals. That last one is really what's impressive to me. He's not only worrying about the offensive end, which in these AAU tournaments is what most guys care about. He was really trying on the defensive end in that one game. 
Yeah, I mean, Chance Westry, and it's it's interesting because you look at who Syracuse wants to recruit. If you've been following on our on our website, orangefizz.net, I've put up a lot of articles about a guy like Kadir Copeland, or even you talk about J.J. Starling, but Chance Westry, you're kind of overlooking him because, you know, he he's someone that came out of the woodwork and you really didn't expect him to do so. He's, he's upped his ranking to the point where Syracuse needs to really, you know, get on this guy, and they have. He visited back on June 6th. 16th. He can put up a stat line. It's a guy in 247 sports that's ranked top 40 in the entire nation. Good thing for Syracuse, a couple crystal ball predictions have him going to central New York. But what Chance Westry does so well is he utilizes his size. 6'6", 190, can move like a guard, but can shoot like a uh, shoot like a two or a three, but can also get big inside like a shooting forward or a power forward. It's something that Chance Westry does so well and why he's so valuable to the success of that 2022 team if he commits to Syracuse. This is a big one for the Orange. They need Chance Westry because as you saw at Peach Jam, he's someone that can do it all. And for Chance Westry, it's not just the offensive side. You mentioned it, the defensive side as well. If he can put on some pounds if he comes to Central New York, become 6'6", 205, it's someone that can dominate in the ACC. He can do it all. He can score. He can rebound. He can assist. And he's also a dog on the defensive side. I love Love how Chance Westry plays, and he proved it at Peach Jam. Hey, he's one of those guys that you know he has this the height of a small forward, but he can play as a guard, and I, I think that's what Syracuse really tries to recruit because the two three zone you want that length, but you also want talented enough players that you can you know maybe slide up into the front end of the two three zone, and instead of playing him as a small forward, you can play him as a shooting guard and have that length at the top of the zone and it's it's exactly what chance westry offers so you know two crystal balls like you said for chance westry coming to syracuse he impresses at one of the most talented and important tournaments on the ac on the aau circuit someone else that is playing at peach jam is someone that you that you already mentioned it's quadir copeland he put up Uh, It was a decent number, and he's not as hyped up of a recruit as some of these other guys. He's only a three-star. He's not made it into the four-star ranking yet. Uh, He had six points, three boards, four assists in his one loss on Tuesday. So he was decent, and that's exactly what he is. I think he's a game manager that can, you know, be a solid point guard. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to be Joe Girard that tries to shoot the lights out of the ball and gets upset when he doesn't make it or gets the entire dome on their feet if he does make it. He just doesn't strike me as that guy. He strikes me more of, you know, a Jalen Carey type where he just does his job and he gets off the court. He's a true position player. You talk about him as a combo guard, but I think he could be that true point guard for Syracuse. When you talk about a guy like Kadir Copeland, I think he's the most talented three-star point guard in his class. Because of his size, he stands at 6'6", something that Kadir Copeland really separates himself from the rest, or something that he does that separates himself, is he has the ability to grow and develop. Kadir Copeland can, you know, facilitate. He can also run an offense. If he could push Joe Girard to the two spot, which a lot of people have been begging Jim Beheim to do, I think that Copeland can prove that he's much more than a three-star when it comes to developing over time. 
So there you go. That's Peach Jam. Before we stop talking about that, and again, Fizz Radio, Jaron May, Cameron is there. Follow us on Twitter at Orange Fizz. Uh, there were two Syracuse recruits that were at Peach Jam. However, they are not playing there anymore. Not because their team got knocked out or anything like that. Instead, they are they came down and they attract or they have COVID nineteen. It's a positive case for both JJ Starling and for Kyle Filipowski, two of probably the top-tier talents that Syracuse is really going after. I would say those are the top two guys, and we're going to get into that in, a, in just a second, of who Syracuse really wants. Uh, but not having them play at Peach Jam, Cam, do you see that as, you know, there's kind of two sides to this. One, it's, hey, they're not playing at Peach Jam. That means that there's less eyes on them, which means that maybe fewer teams are really going to get attracted and see, oh, wow, we really got to get on this guy's radar. Or there's the other side where he misses a tournament and you're like, well, we want that opportunity to evaluate and see how this player plays against the other top-tier AAU players on the circuit. Yeah, I mean, for Kyle Filipowski, it's the it's by far the the idea that he needs scouts to watch him. And, and Filipowski has proved over time that he is the talent that every single team in college basketball wants and needs. But to watch him at a tournament like Peach Jam and dominate, it just you know it it, it it's. It verifies that he is that good. It verifies the fact that this is a guy that every single college basketball team should want. Why I don't think it matters in Flip's case is I think how Flip is viewing this entire tournament and this entire summer is I'm either going to Duke or I'm considering Syracuse. Duke looks like the front runners right now, so I don't think that it really matters in Flip's case. When it comes to J.J. Starling, though, it's someone that doesn't have, you know, as high level of... Uh, college basketball teams coming after him that he's really considering. Maryland, Stanford, and Syracuse on 247 are the only ones where the interest is warm or above. So yes, you have teams like Duke and Alabama vying for him, but I'm looking at a guy like J.J. Starling. He needed this tournament a lot more than the tournament needed him. So for Starling, it's really going to you know impact his recruitment. But I think for Flip, I mean, he's already played so well in his high school basketball circuit. I don't think it matters in his case. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's that, that's a good way to say it. You know, JJ needed the tournament more than the tournament needed JJ. That I, I like that one. Now, uh, of those four guys, so let me run through them again. Kudir Copeland, Chance Westry, Kyle Filipowski, JJ Starling. I have a question for you, all right? Just popped in my head. Here we go. If you are Jim Beheim and company and, you know, the the media, including us, which, you know, right hand up, that's that's on us, uh, is hyping up this class of 2022 to be, quote, you know, one of the best that Syracuse has ever had, if not the best. They already have two really good recruits and you got to give them credit for that. However, there's still so much hype around this program and around specifically this recruiting class, yet... I don't think you can give that title to this recruiting class if they don't add one or two more guys. So of those four guys, I'm just going to give you the question of who does Syracuse need to add out of those four to live up to the best class ever hype? Is it just one guy? Can one guy really push that over and live up to the hype? Or do you think that Syracuse needs to get two? And if so, what are the names that are into this equation, at least in your opinion? 
Syracuse right now is a top five recruiting class. I don't think that's a question. Taylor and Kamari Lands, they're two high-level four-star commits. So I think right now Syracuse is top five. But that's because no other school has caught up to them. Duke is going to catch up. North Carolina is going to do much of the same. Same with Kentucky. Same with Kansas. Whoever gets Jalen Duran, one yeah, of the, the top. Yeah, the Blue Bloods. The Blue Bloods will do Blue Blood things. Exactly. And whoever gets Jalen Duran, they're already in that top five conversation. Exactly. One of the best yep. in the class. But I'm going to make this really, really quick and simple. Kyle Filipowski makes the Syracuse class top three 100%. He's the type of talent that could take a Syracuse group into the final four. Because you talk about the positions that the Orange have already filled in Justin Taylor and Kamari Lands, you're missing that guy that's 6'10 and 6'11". Flip fills that role. If it, you know, if it comes to J.J. Starling, Chance Westry, Kadir Copeland, guys that play the point and combo guard position, I think you need at least two of them because you don't know what, what transfers are going to be like come 2022 or returnees to Syracuse. So I'm going to go Flip. That'll make it a top three if he's the only recruit. But if you're talking about the point and combo guard guys, I think you need at least two. So where I land on this debate is Chance Westry is a great player and you never say no to great players. You just don't. However, Chance Westry plays pretty much the same way that Kamari Lands and Justin Taylor play. They're all very talented players, but they're all small forwards. They're pretty much the same size and they have pretty much the same playing style. It's a little tweak here and there, but it's like potato, potato. Chance Westry, great player. If he signs with Syracuse, awesome. However, he doesn't push the needle for me. So like you said, Kyle Filipowski is really the guy that would flip the scales. And I would say, boom, you're up to that hype. You're allowed to put the label on this recruiting class. If you got J.J. Starling, I would also say you're pretty darn close. And you can make an argument for being the best class at least in the past, uh, probably since the turn of the century. You, you can't really argue with that if you get three top 40 guys or top 50, depending on you know where you look and which rankings you're looking at. So J.J. Starling would, would get me close. Kyle Filipowski would absolutely get me there. Chance Westry, great player, but he does not fill a need that you have at this moment because you already have filled it. And then Kudir Copeland is a solid player, if he signs with Syracuse, I think that's going to be great. I think he will. I don't. I, I really don't question him anymore. I just think it's a foregone conclusion that he's coming, and he can be the solid role player that you need. Right. No, 100%. I, I completely agree with everything that you just put forward. I, I think that flip is the key for me. Okay. Kyle Filipowski is the key, but Duke is centering all of their attention on him, and that is Pearl Jam for five-star review. Jared May, Cameron is there on Fizz Radio. When we get back, we play two fun games, Fictional Fizz and Fizz Feedback. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 